Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Let's go behind the mask. We got that playoff edition, and it's up. It's time. It's yeah. time for the boys from behind the mask to give you a little insight yeah. and to let you know exactly what's going to happen this weekend for the playoff games, too. Hey, man, wild card weekend. The playoffs are here. Everybody's excited. This is our favorite time of the year for a couple of reasons when we play. Um, you know, when when I was actually in the NFL playing 10 years, I went to the playoffs four times. But some of us look forward to the playoff parties uh, when so, the season what, what, like what is this underlying what, what you trying to do what you trying to say nah I'm just saying like sometimes you know some people get excited about the playoffs for one reason or another one reason might be the fact that you got a chance to make the Super Bowl other reason might be because you can get back well to I the went cur- to the playoffs every year playing Madden <laughs> <laughs> nah, but this is a dope time of the year, you know what I'm saying? Because this is it. You got a couple of teams left in the uh in the playoffs for the big dance for the for the goal, which is to win a Super Bowl championship. All the incentives are there, whatever money you made for the uh, regular season you made. You said it earlier, everybody makes the same amount of money. So and, and that's the funny thing because a lot of fans really don't realize everybody makes the same amount of money, therefore. You know, you're playing for the love of the game, but it's yeah. like, look, man, nobody wants to go home. Facts. And, Facts. and so when you talk about the playoffs and what comes along with it, the magnitude of every play, mm-hmm. it's not like you can't mess up and be like, oh, my bad, dog, when you get back to the huddle. Yeah. Right. It, we ain't got time for that. Facts. Facts. Because the more time you come back to the huddle saying my bad, is going to be the f- quickest and fastest route that you're going to be taking a bag and going on <laughs> vacation after the game because you didn't do what you're supposed to be doing. And like that's the margin of error, which yeah. is very thin when it comes to the playoff football. Yeah, man. And you know what? It brings a lot of pressure. Some people rise to the occasion when the pressure is upon them. Some people fall. Um, but it's literally, like you said, it's that win or go home mentality. You know what I mean? If you lose, you're packing it up, start your vacation early. Uh, fans have one more game. Everybody's watching every single game. There's no conflicts. You're not worrying about, you know, this region you have one game, this region you have another game. But um, like you said, there there, there are fewer just distractions. There are yep. fewer mistakes. You can't make those same mistakes. Uh, when we played, we always wanted to be like, or we always would be like, I wish I had this playback. This, you know, these three three to five Man. plays a game. When you watch the film, you're like, I wish I had those playback plays back. But this is when your 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 focus has to be laser sharp, dialed in, locked in, no distractions. You worry about partying and all of that after you make it to the big game, and then. Um, you know, you really get to celebrate. So this is what it's all about. Ton of games coming up. The main thing for me is I see this year we have a lot of older quarterbacks playing. Yep. You're talking about the Tom Brady's, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, uh, Carr is in, in, in the playoffs too. Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford. Getting back. He's another one. Yeah, yep. getting back. And then you got your young pups coming up. First time players. Josh Allen. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, not, no, not he's Josh. Not a- he's a young player, but you got your first time quarterbacks. That have made it. Uh, uh, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrows, and uh, who else? Man, Kyler Murray. Third yeah. year, but this is his first time in the playoffs. So now I think that's an interesting dynamic. Can the young pups actually take over, you guys? And we forgot about Aaron Rodgers, too. Yeah. He's chilling, I, he's chilling he, home with the bye this mean, weekend. But. Right now, he's the front runner, the candidate yeah. for MVP, MVP. Yeah, yeah. Of the NFL. So, you know, you can't forget about him, but 
bro, without further ado, man, let's jump into this schedule. Yeah, get into these games, bro. First game up, the 49ers mm -hmm. jumping on the plane, going all the way to Dallas. And for the people that don't know, I saw something the other day on TV, and it talked about the Niners playoff game when they played the 49ers played the Cowboys in the, I think it was the championship game back in 94, 95. Mm -hmm. That was one of the top five highest rated view games of all time. Uh, and that's been over over yeah. 15 years ago. Yeah, crazy. You know what I mean? Like, no, that's more than that. 20, 20, 20, yeah, 25 years. years. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, when, when, when we look at that, it goes to show you the fan retention. It goes to show you that everybody loves the cowboys and yeah. everybody loves the 49ers and so too I, I i gotta tell you when i look at this matchup um i do understand when i look at dallas i think they bring a lot to the table mm. offensively mm. and you know we know about zeke we know about tony pollard you know about all of the wideouts on the outside what uh dak prescott he has the ability to throw to this offense on paper if you just look at it and if you didn't follow the the saga the 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 drama of week in and week out mm -hmm. they can score at anywhere on the field yeah. and can be explosive even though they really don't have they're not explosive as much as people would like to think that they are but this team is very efficient and they do what it takes to get the ball across the end zone yeah man and you know what i <laughs> this is going to be weird for me because being a, a lifetime new york giants fan growing up in new york i always rooted for the Giants and against their rivals, right? Yeah. Um, back in when my heyday, it was the 49ers or the Cowboys, you know, back in the 80s when I was coming up. But personally, for me, I want to see the Niners beat the Cowboys. And the reason why is because not the team, but the fans. The Cowboys fans, man, they are by far the worst best fans in the NFL. The worst, best fans, right? So they travel well. Like you said, from the 90s to now, every year it's the Cowboys are going to win from back from from freaking Starbucks to Aikman to to, uh, to Romo, now to Dak Prescott. Every year the Cowboys fans think the Cowboys think the Cowboys are going to win. And when they don't win, they have excuses. Oh, there's going to be next year or this or that or that. But for some reason, this year, at least for this round, I'm looking at the Cowboys team, and like you said, Dak Prescott over 4,000 yards passing, doing everything he has to do to help this team win, coming back from an injury the previous year. Oh, God broke facts. off doing this thing. You got the young boy C.D. Lamb out there, over 1,100 yards receiving. You got Michael Parsons, who's killing off the edge, 13 sacks. Zeke went over 1,000 yards. I'm spitting out stats, and we ain't even talk about Diggs now, leading the league in interceptions with 11 interceptions. He got I, 11 of them things. 11 of them things, and I'm just thinking like, Offense, defense, both sides of the ball, how do you combat that? And I hate to say it because I do not like the Cowboys fans. Y'all know who y'all are. I spoke to a lot of y'all this week, including my brother Ray. But I got to go with the Cowboys on this one. What? Man, this is crazy. And this dude yo. going with the Cowboys. <laughs> crazy, yo. crazy, bro. And you played with the Giants, and, and he's going to go Giants, with the Cowboys. Man. I got to go behind the mask and keep it 100. I don't think the Niners got what it takes to get this one this week, bro. DS. What? what that stands for? Dog shit. No, Debo Samuel, <laughs> mother sucker. Debo Samuel, that's what I got. As long as Debo is on the plane, the 49ers got a chance. And let me explain to you why. Overcoming the odds, rewriting the playbook, delivering under pressure. 
The MVPs of small business lead their teams to victory all year long. Visa is proud to provide playmakers everywhere with more tools to help grow their business and help them achieve even greater success. Because the more people we can empower, the more we all win. Visa, a network giving small businesses tools to grow. When you look at the strengths of the 49ers offense, this is one team that they've been on an emotional roller coaster from week one to about week nah, eight, nine. Then when they turned around and played the Rams, they turned everything around. And that light switch went off from a mentality standpoint. Mm -hmm. That was the first time that they ran the ball over 40 times a game. Kyle Shanahan told the guys, we're going to run it 40 times or more, so get ready. And so now when I look at this football team and you look at Debo Samuel prior to that, in the first seven games, he was primarily used as a wide receiver. And so now they put him in the backfield. He started having success running outside, and then they started running them inside. He run power plays. Mm-hmm. And so, like, for me, when I look at Debo Samuel and see what he brings to the table, man, this guy's a superstar in this league. Agree. And I tell people all the time, the more and more he continues to play, the more and more he, look, he comes off at me. He's a generational talent. This ain't something that you could just go in the draft and be able to get. And then you look at Elijah Mitchell on the offensive side. This guy is averaging close to five yards to carry as a rookie. Shout out to to the Cajuns. That's the school where he came from, Louisiana. And so when you look at what they do mentality-wise from that aspect, bro, they are a team that be balling defensively. Uh, I know Tyron Smith yeah. coming back, yeah. and you just you yeah. just want to talk about an offensive line. Yeah, yeah, you know, and he's one of the best in the league when healthy. So I don't know how they're gonna rush around him. Well, you you got you got four. Actually, you got six guys who win at a high percentage of when it comes to passing plays on the defensive line for the 49ers. But you got a mobile quarterback in Dak who could pull the ball down and actually affect you with his legs as well. Yeah, you can, but, you know, the 49ers got that. And that's the reason why I'm picking the 49ers. All right, well, salute, brother. We're going to see. Definitely going to be locked and loaded. Ayuk. <laughs> Shout out to Ayuk, Brandon Ayuk. Man, these boys on K1 Williams coming back. Oh, it's going to be a good game. Great game. Definitely, most death, most death. Who, who we got up next, bro? Man, we got the Cardinals. You know what? For the first time in, in NFL history, there is a Monday night football game. Mm. in the playoffs that's mm. heavy again love the format extra game on the weekend we got a, uh, another game monday night football as well so we got the cardinals versus the rams both were one and one in this season head-to-head matchup same conference this is the rubber match so now we got to see who's going to win this one bro and um you know how hard it is how difficult it is to beat a team two times in a season face a team three times beat a team two times so i don't know but for me who you like then? Like I said, I like the veterans. I'm saying it with my chest. I like the veteran quarterbacks in this year's playoffs. Not to say Kyler Murray isn't a veteran, but you got Matthew Stafford on the other side, right? If the Cards have anything going for them, anything, is the fact that they're 8-1 and one on the road and they're playing on the road. Very good point. If they have anything going for them. However, they still don't have DeAndre Hopkins, best receiver. You need your receiving core in the playoffs. J.J. Watt may not play as well. And then on the other side of the ball, like I said, Matthew Stafford. Yes, he's been to the playoffs three times previously. Hasn't won. I get it. But I think 
this is the year he gets it done. You got all the Hollywood stars out there in L.A. You got OBJ out there in L.A. You know what I'm saying? You got Cooper Cup, triple crown winner, receiver. What, most yards? Touchdowns. Most touchdowns, most receptions at wide receiver. Man, how you going to stop that? I'm going with the Rams. I'm from New York, but I'm going with L.A. They going to whip up on these Cardinals this weekend, bro. Well, J.J. Watt is scheduled to play this week. He is scheduled to come back. We really don't know how much of an effect that this young man is going to have. But what I will say is this. The Arizona Cardinals, I get it. And I just see something in them, and I hope they see it in themselves. (laughs) But they have been complete dog shit at the end of the year. (laughs) Just fall off the bandwagon. And I mean, they came out making strides. But the one consistent person who I believe in, and you always got a chance to win football games, Mm -hmm. is Kyler Murray. And when you look at Kyler Murray, over the two games that they played in, he's thrown for over 600 yards Mm -hmm. and ran for over 100 yards on the ground. And so when it comes to it, it's not necessarily so much the lack of pro- productivity from him, but I think he's going to bring in another di- different dynamic when it comes to this. I think his big-time throw rate versus turnover-worthy plays in 2021, over 250 dropbacks, this guy is top in the league at being able to improvise, get out of the pocket, and make plays, and this is courtesy of pro football focus. Mm-hmm. And so – when you get out of the plays without with having limited ability or limited times turning the football over yeah. by making big-time plays. So when I see Kyler Murray, I really think he's really going to take it to the next level. I understand the run game has been kind of lethargic lately. Abysmal. Yeah, it, it has with Chase Edmonds and, and, and Connor. But I really like when these guys get to rolling, they get to rolling. Now, the problem is it seems to me teams catch up with them throughout the season. And they haven't been able to make the adjustment to kind of keep pushing forward. But despite it all, I love, love their defense. I love Chandler Jones. I love Buda Baker. I love the other safety, uh, Jalen Thompson. All of these guys are huge playmakers. And they make plays. So I'm going to go with the Cardinals in this game because I'm, I'm, I'm really believing in Kyler Murray. So that's my pick. Between my morning workouts and recording our shows, when I need a good meal and fast, I stop by McDonald's and grab the fruit and maple oatmeal breakfast. It's only 320 calories, loaded with red and green apples, cranberries, two varieties of raisins, and two full servings of whole grain oats with a touch of cream and brown sugar. McDonald's is just what I need for this crazy ATL traffic. Make sure you order ahead on the app and stop by McDonald's today. App download and registration required. Hey, so right now you going <laughs> you going Cardinals and Niners. I'm going Cowboys and Rams. So look like we're going to be en route to a bet, but salute, salute. Salute. And remember, remember y'all can actually find out who y'all going to go with and place your bets based off of this. Follow us on social media at the BTM podcast and uh yeah, we're going to keep this thing going. And y'all already know how I get down when it comes to these picks. So y'all know what it is. So the next game we got, we're going to talk about another division matchup, repeat AFC East, the Patriots versus our former team, the Buffalo Bills. We definitely hate the Patriots. Um, 
I mean, I got my own reasons. You know, we ain't going to get into that right now because it's not about me. One and one, this is the rubber matchup again. So for me, um, each team won on the road. Yep, that's you true. You know what I mean? Each team won on the road. And both teams play up in that Northeast. You know it's going to be cold, obviously, in January. Uh, it's a night game, right? Yeah, it's a night game. They play. That's This is the thing. That's though. crazy, right? Night game, Saturday night. The high for the, that day supposed to be nine degrees. Yeah. NFL gives them the primetime spot. The low is supposed to be two. Deuce. <laughs> in Spanish, in case if you didn't catch that. It's dose, man. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yo, my God. But, yo, it's going to be freezing up in Buffalo. That's the fact that said dude. But, you know what I mean? For me, I'm thinking, like, young player, Mac Jones, first-year player out of Alabama, did, did his thing with, with Bill Belichick and, and keeping that team on the proper path to win a 10-win season for a rookie. That's kind of amazing. I can't front. But like you said, that weather, you got Mac Jones winning a, play, uh, a game on the road in Buffalo in front of Bills Mafia in the playoffs with how hungry the Bills are. I think the best chance for the Patriots is to run the ball up and down the field like they did during their victory. Yep. However, remember, in the playoffs, things are condensed. The red zone is shorter. Teams make adjustments all the time. They're looking at the film. You don't have to look two, three weeks out to study. you focusing on one team, and these teams have played each other again. I highly doubt the Bills' defense will give up that type of yardage on the ground. So I'm rocking with Bills Mafia this week, bro. I'm going with the Bills. I mean, and I'm with you, too. Like, plain and simple, when you look at it, Look at the last meeting. They were completely embarrassed the first game in Buffalo, mm. and everybody was expecting Josh Allen to be able to cut through the wind yeah. of, with his strong arm, but it was so strong. Hell, New England only threw the ball, what, three times? Three times, yeah. You know, so then they came back week 16. Buffalo went ahead and put them across their lap and told you, this is our division. This okay? is how we do it. They put them across <laughs> the lap. Don't do that again. <laughs> but they put him across the lap, over 400 yards of total offense. And I, I think at the you know, bottom line, when I look at this matchup, bro, it's, it's really going to boil down to how much can Stephon Diggs really st stay in that passing game? Yeah. And Buffalo has shown over the recent weeks that they're committed to showing something different by establishing the run. Even if they don't get the yards that they want, they want you to play them honest. And I think that's very important heading into playoff season because if you got a run game, you got more than an opportunity to win, especially right. if you're playing great defense, which they already do. Defensively, I love what they do. They lost Tredavious White, mm -hmm. their top corner, corner yeah. but they still rank in the top when it comes to defending the pass in every metric in the National Football League. And so for me, when I see that and I think about this big picture, the Buffalo Bills, you better get ready for a heavy dose of run from the New England Patriots, maybe similar to the first game. Yeah. So this is going to be the key, and I'm going to put my money on the Bills. Nice, nice. So we're on the same page on that one. Lock it. That's a pick. Yeah. The Bills. Let's get it. Bills yeah. Mafia, let's go. All right, next game up, Raiders versus your former team, team that drafted you, Cincinnati Bengals. Um, all right, I can't, I can't say enough about Joe Burrows, what he's done this year. I mean, amazing – Another player coming off an injury, over 4,600 yards passing, yep. 34 TDs mm. in his sophomore campaign. Totally amazing. Got the ball to his college go-to guy, Jamal Chase. We talked about this a couple of days ago. We were talking about how uh, just compelling he's been 
on the field, Jamar Chase, that is. And um, while he had a breakout year, over a thousand yards, I think he made the Pro Bowl too, right? Yeah, yeah, made the Pro Bowl in his rookie he year, did. incredible. Um, but the thing I think about it when I think about the Bengals is like, yeah, he put up all of these stats, all of these numbers, it looks great on on paper. But there were several games where he disappeared. Also, uh, he had under fewer. He had fewer than 80 yards 11 times this year. 11 different games this year, fewer than 80 yards. There were some games he had 36, 25. Either he wasn't targeted. But that targeted, was early in the season, though, no, too. It was late in the season, too, bro. He just – it was some games he actually disappeared. I know he didn't play a lot in the last game, but he still only had 26 yards, bro. So, like, you got to look at it like, okay, which Jamal Chase are we really going to get? And, again, like I said, if I want to go into the playoffs and make a run at the Super Bowl, I want a veteran quarterback. I want some veterans in there that know – how to play under pressure, who won't fold under pressure, who won't fold when they're getting uh, sacked or getting, you know, pressured in the pocket. Defense is, is covering you, is double teaming you on the outside. You know what I'm saying? We haven't seen that for Jamar Chase. He's a rookie. Who's going to double team him, right? So when I look at that, I'm thinking Raiders. And, and not only why, only that, but we spoke, we both spoke to interim head coach, my former coach at Ole Miss, Richard Basaccia this week. We did. We spoke to him. Shout out to Rich. Shout out to Coach. And he's told us that this is an incredible group of young men. They bonded together. They got it done down the stretch, found a way to win when it counted, and got to the playoffs. Coach Masashi is doing his thing. And for me, I don't see the veterans, like our boy Casey Hayward, who was on the Behind the Mask podcast, I don't see him letting Jamal Chase run crazy. I don't see Max Crosby sitting there. Okay, Max Crosby, another Pro Bowl player, run crazy. I don't see him letting um, Burroughs run crazy. So for that, you know, and of course, loyalty to Coach Masashi, shout out again. I'm going with the Raiders on this one, bro. You're going with the Raiders, and, and yeah. that's your pick, right? Yep, and I'm sticking to it. All right, I'm going with Jamar Chase and the Cincinnati Bengals. You look at Tyler Boyd, right? You look at T. Higgins, and you look at Joe Burrows and see what he's been able to do. You even said it. They remember what you do in what month, Tutan? In December. In December. That's Spanish. New Spanish. <laughs> making up. So my point is is this, bro. These guys are hot. And the last game that they lost, it came against the 49ers. Mm. And they took them to overtime. And since then, the the Bengals have been on a – they have ripped everybody. Facts. So when I look at them across the board, these guys are high-powered. You look at Joe Main Man Mixon in the Mm -hmm. backfield. Nice. Another 1,000-yard rusher. I want to say he had close to 1,200. And so these guys are loaded in every position. Shout out to CJ Uzama. Oh, that's that War Eagle call. <laughs> Showing you love, bro. There you go. So when I look at this dog, I really I don't think it's a team out there who can really stop all of this firepower of what they've done. This dude had 500 yards pass in one week and backed it up with a 400 yard performance. Like that ain't by accident. And then you look at the defensive side and you and, and you see the thing that they do well is disrupt the quarterback's attention and his focus. Shout out to Trey Hendrickson. He's Big there. Yeah. He's leading the charge up front. Mm-hmm. And I think when you look at this, oh, also, I want to give a big shout out. Defensive back Trey Waynes, he's back now. So he's right. getting in the mix. Right. He was on the BTM podcast. So with all of this being said, bro. I really like the Bengals in this matchup. Oh, where do they play? Do you, do you know where they play? They play at Cincinnati. Hello? What are we talking about? <laughs> Give me the Bengals. All right, we'll see. Salute, salute. We're going to see. Oh, man, I can't wait. 
this money gonna be good after this weekend, bro. Real good, real good. Next game, Eagles versus the Bucks. So, Bucks been in the uh, in the headlines the last couple of weeks. Yep, because of Antonio Brown and all of the off the field, not even on the field stuff that he's done. But that's neither here nor there. He's no longer with the team, right. as we know. Tom Brady literally can move on with the snap of a finger. Um, the Bucks are dismantled at the wide receiver position. They got a bunch of people out, uh, not able to play this this uh, year. And uh, AB is gone, like I just said. Bucks are going to have to establish a run game, right? Difficult for the Bucks. They got Fournette. They got Fournette up and down, banged up a little bit this year. Um, Eagles. One thing I will say about the Eagles, I do like their rushing attack. Obviously, being an offensive lineman in the playoffs, you need a strong rushing game if you want to make a run at the Super Bowl and the Eagles have the top rushing game in the NFL 160 yards per game on the ground that was what they averaged over the season um Bucks only gave up 93 so they're definitely going to need a tough uh stance up front to be able to slow down the Eagles running game but again it keeps coming back to this veteran quarterback versus first time player Tom Brady how you going to go against the goal any other any other time, I would take the top rushing attack in the NFL and a top 10 defense, your 10th ranked defense, against any team in the playoffs, except when you're going against the GOAT. Going against the GOAT, Tom Brady, against a young Jalen Hurts, his first playoff appearance, got to go with the Bucks. I agree with you, and, and, and I get it. I understand as much as I want to pick Philly in this game, I don't think they have the firepower outside of the run game mm. they're averaging what you say 160 yards yeah, rushing. 60, yeah. you know that's tops in the league and you know what concerns me when i look at this game especially on philly side they don't have anything as far as disper- dispersing the ball around to quality receivers i do mm. think they have quality receivers but they have yet to show it as a group right and so you know for me I see Jalen Hurts, you know, I see Devontae out there, you know, Jalen Rager. Like, all of these guys collectively have not stepped up to the plate and made consistent plays. Mm -hmm. And when you look at their offense, it's the weakest part of their offense. Now, defensively, and it usually – this right here, what I'm about to say, usually comes at the expense of you being aggressive, calling certain blitzes that's going to get you to the quarterback. But what that also does is leaves you one-on-one on on the back end. And so one of their strengths is they're great at limiting big-time plays, meaning yards after the catch, yards after contact when the first defender hits a running back. But the thing what really separates them is that they do a great job of tackling the catch, Mm. even though they blitz at a high rate. They do a great job of not having mental busts on the back end. And I know everybody probably saying, oh, they went and got Molly Wap last week against the Cowboys. <laughs> yes, they did. But take that one out. Trust me, take it out. Take it out. Because <laughs> they were already in the playoffs. And, 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 you know, I hate to say that, but they were. And so now when I look at them, that's one of the big-time things that I think they bring to the table. And – I don't think it's enough to be yeah. able to compete with the Tampa Bay Bucks, especially Tom Brady back there running it. He doesn't have to go out and throw for 300 yards a game. He led the league in passing, but he understands in playoff ball, Yeah, I do what it takes to get to the next game. That's the reason why I'm going with the Bucks. There it is. There it is. 
I'm with you on that. I'm with you on right that. On, bro. There it is. Last game, wild call weekend, Steelers versus the Chiefs. And I know you are excited about this one. Why? Why? This is the game you're most forward to looking uh, – you, you're looking forward to the most because Big Ben Roethlisberger. He's still in there. He squeaked into the playoffs. Yes, the Steelers are limping in, but I remember you waving that terrible towel. <laughs> this is farewell tour. Your boy used to play against him when you played. He's still ben. in the league, Big Ben. But shout out to Big Ben. You know what I'm saying? Keeping it going. Um, hopefully, he has a good game against the Chiefs to go out on top. You want him to go out on top. Last time, last week, we saw him. You know, throw the touchdown. They won the game. He put the hands up, prayed, and everything. You want him to have a good game against the Chiefs. However, most people will talk about Pat Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill in a passing game. But you know what they're not talking about? Andy Reid and what he's going to do on the ground, what he's going to make the Chiefs do on the ground with the running game. Again, the Steelers are last in the NFL, giving up 146 yards a game on the ground. Mm. So Coach Reid, we know what he does. He's going to make the game plan in his team's favor. I'm going to Chiefs on this one. You know what I mean? I'm hyped up. If I was an offensive lineman in the playoffs playing for the Chiefs, you know what I mean? Like my boy Trey Smith, I will be hyped up because I know you're going to run the ball down these Steelers' throats. I'm going with the Chiefs. That means I'm about to spit the gospel now. <laughs> I don't even really want to talk about the Steelers. Right. You did. This is, this is your game, though. You love it. No, the reason why is this. Because when you look at the Steelers – they wasn't even supposed to be in the playoffs. They really robbing the robbing Peter to pay Paul. Yeah, but then <laughs> and 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 you rob Peter. Who is Peter? That's um the Chargers. Like Justin Herbert should be in the playoffs, but we yeah. got to be able to talk about it. And when I look at this matchup from the offensive side, I truly believe the offensive line from the Kansas City Chiefs which was the worst part of the team, the reason why they lost the Super Bowl last year against the Tampa Bay Bucks. These guys came out, and you look at the collectively overall, what they were able to grade out. Yeah, They graded out in the top 10 in the run blocking grade, pass blocking, grade, pass blocking and yards before contact per carry. That means yeah. I'm moving everybody. That means I'm moving everybody out of the way until my running back can get some room. Yeah. And so when I see all of this, like, point, you know, bottom line, I got to go with the, with the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, I'm going with the Chiefs because they got big-time firepower in that way. And then you look at them on the defensive side, you know, they were just one of six defenses to post an average tackle depth of at least 4.5 yards. Mm. So that means they're playing – not only on the other side of the line of scrimmage, but they're making the plays up front to make sure they don't have any explosive plays on the yeah. defensive side to where they keep their offense in the game. And so I'm going to stay with the Chiefs, man. I don't really like to – you know, the Steelers, I, I appreciate it. Big Ben, you have given us a lot. But it's time to get y'all up out of here so we can talk about somebody else. What about Camille? Sorry, Camille. <laughs> You stay, but they go. They stink. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Well, listen, those are our picks for this weekend for Wild Card Weekend in the playoffs. We're going to come back next week. Give you a few more. Uh, make sure you all follow us on social media at the BTM Podcast. That's where we have our picks. Feel free to message us or DM us or leave a uh, message in the comments. Let us know who your picks are. And, of course, 
once I win, because I think we agreed on like two of them and then the other four we, you know, disagreed on, on those four that we disagreed on, let us know who you rock with. I know y'all rock with your favorite plus size model, not this guy who's never been to the playoffs. So he really doesn't know what he's talking about. I have been to the playoffs too. And Madden? You didn't say where. I said I've been to the playoffs. R.I.P. John Madden. Shout out to John Madden. Make sure y'all subscribe to the BTL podcast. And remember, on the Behind the Mask podcast, there's only one rule. There There are are no no rules. rules. Let's go. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.